0: January 21st, 1861, Jefferson Davis resigns his seat as U.S. Senator. Unlike most racist senators today, he does not become attorney general. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And we have a great show for you. Uh, our guest is one of Denver's, I think one of Denver's most exciting comics, also a fantastic artist. Megan Deponso is here. Oh,
1: thank you. Hey, guys.
0: Thank you for being here. Awesome. So uh, if you're new to the show, let me get you caught up on this nonsense that we do. Each episode, we take a topic from history. One person presents the official version of events, and another person comes up with the alternate history, and the winner gets to become the truth (laughs) going forward.
2: Yeah. That
1: was always bad.
0: (laughs) And also, there's a lot of stuff about butts, typically. (laughs) Sure. Mostly, it's
2: mostly butt stuff, actually. I feel like that applies to most areas of life, really, when you break them down <laughs> more, uh, enough. Yeah, that was like, a slice
1: yeah. of the trivial pursuit pie, right? Butts.
2: <laughs> Butts, that was yeah. A yeah, it's like arts and entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I think it was actually two slices, one for each One for each, <laughs> each... <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: We're already there, guys. We're doing it. Well, listeners, we're in the middle of our discussion of Russian history. Uh, if you listen to our last episode, uh, Sofia Alexeyevna. With Rachel Weeks, then you'll know that the alternate history won out, which was kind of a Ferris Bueller yeah, thing in and the end. There was
2: like telepathic powers that may or may not have existed. Or men just thought women had telepathic powers. She had um, a mask of Frankenstein, the doctor, not the monster. Yes.
0: <laughs> and uh, the Moscow. Those are
1: hard to find. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and of course, the government building in Moscow was called the Gremlin. Well, uh, it's run
2: by a gremlin who lives yes, inside of it.
0: Yes, of course.
2: He, get, he went to see the Moscow gremlin, which is, I think, a real gremlin inside the Kremlin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How enchanted you were with that part of the history.
2: Yeah, was which was thing. an
0: accident you made, All, almost basically. Yeah. it was an accident that became a conscious choice. Okay. Um, but this week, uh, we are moving on fairly chronologically to discuss Peter the Great. Yeah. Um, so Megan, you're doing the alternate history. Yep. Zach, you're doing the true. Yes. So Zach, if you're ready. Sure. Take it away.
2: So Peter was born to Tsar Alexis in 1672. Um, he was one of the few children he had that were not like Misshapen and slow.
0: (laughs) Such
1: a sick family. Such a sickly family.
0: Such a weird choice of words also. (laughs) Like (laughs) misshapen. Yeah. Most of them weren't so high. (laughs) (laughs) Freakish, I believe.
2: Yeah, this one turned out okay. Um
1: Sometimes you go for a football team. Other times you get a freak show, you know? Yeah. so Look,
0: C plus is still passing, basically. As a, as
2: a result, uh, they decided to take the time to educate this one. <laughs> um, when you say it like that, it sounds cruel. What a nice investment. Well, this is an accurate account of what occurs.
1: No, uh, this one's not going to die. We should make this one smart.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Alexis dies when he's four years old. His half brother, Fyodor, takes over. F-E-O-D-O-R?
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I was just confused. Uh, Alexis died when Peter was four years old. Yes. Yeah, okay. So Alexis, uh, his father did not die when he was four years old.
2: Okay. No, that would be weird. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That'd be a crazy wrinkle. Russia. <laughs> um, no, he has, his brother takes over. Uh, turns out his brother is not one of the good ones and he dies pretty soon too. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of dispute after this about whether Ivan or Peter should take over because Ivan is also not... Great. (laughs) Ultimately, they become co SARS, and their mother kind of runs as regent for them, but Sofia Alexieva, whatever her name was.
0: uh, I thought she was a sister. She is. So, she's a half-sister. Okay.
2: She kind of manages to use political string pulling to uh, actually make it so she herself is the one mm-hmm. ruling kind of as regent in place of Eisen and Ivan and Peter. Yeah. She's uh, like
1: puppeteering them, basically. <laughs>
2: yeah. It, it's coach. like
0: that uh, NSYNC video.
2: She has Peter talk <laughs> to like foreign dignitaries, but she like tells them what to say, like a Cyrano de Bergerac situation.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's just, like sitting behind them on the thrones, like whispering in their yeah, ears. Yeah. I feel like the foreign solid.
2: dignitaries probably heard her being like, Peter, Peter, ask him about trade.
0: Or she (laughs) just like says, Peter, ask them about trade. Or like she starts ordering something in a restaurant and he (laughs) repeats that to them. Yeah, or maybe
2: it was a situation where she and the foreign dignitary were mad at each other and they talked to each other through Peter because they were like having a fight. (laughs)
0: Like the surrogate in (laughs) Arrested Development.
2: (laughs) Anyways, uh, for a long time, he didn't really mind her taking over. He like played with his toys and went sailing and had fake, (laughs) fake Fake wars with his <laughs> little soldiers, yeah. which would be good practice, as it turns out. Um, <laughs> for the real of- wars, they killed a bunch of real people. <laughs> yes, it's like Ender's Game. <laughs> um, Sophia actually, for political reasons, tries to have uh, actually successfully forces a- arranges a marriage between him and a woman named Eudoxia Luhkina. That's that's not Eudoxia, authoritative.
1: I like it. <laughs>
0: Udosha? Udo? I Whatever. Something like that.
2: Anyways, uh, he the marriage fails, and years later, he forces her into a convent, which would turn into one of his signature moves. <laughs> yeah, he loves he yeah, putting his...
1: ladies in convents. That's like his go-to. That's his
2: finishing move. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he wanted God on his side. He's like, go rally for me in a convent.
2: <laughs> so at this point, Peter goes to Chicago for six months. <laughs> um, yeah. All the while uh, having a great time with his friend's stolen Ferrari, uh, while <laughs>
0: alternate history,
2: <laughs> incidentally uh, gaining a faction who would support him against Sophia, <laughs> kind of by accident. People just kind of like him. They write, "Save Peter on the Water Tower," etc. Yeah, was he and also the sausage king of Russia? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, he was the sausage king of Russia. And uh, when he comes back home, uh, Sophia is overthrown in relative short order, and he returns to being Cossars with his brother. Their mom dies, and his brother dies within the next two or three years. And Peter is the sole ruler of Russia at that point, pretty much uh, by. 1696. Yeah, death was
1: like the best way of promotion back then. <laughs> it, yeah. was, like, it was the guarantee. <laughs> I mean, in
2: a monarchy, it's really your only hope. <laughs> yeah. Now, this part, they specifically mentioned that Peter was crazy tall. He was six foot eight. <laughs> yeah, that's what's, That's a historical record. <laughs> he had tiny hands and feet. <laughs> he had narrow shoulders, a small head, and facial tics. Hot, hot. Yeah. <laughs> possibly <laughs> epilepsy <laughs> caused the facial tics. Mm-hmm. And he was the good one. (laughs) This one was the one that was like the most promising. Yeah, Jesus. What do the fucking failures look like?
1: Scraping the bottom (laughs) of the gene pool there.
2: I'm not saying incest, but... mm, I'm saying incest. Correlation (laughs) and causation don't necessarily match up, but it it does point pretty heavily (laughs) at a certain conclusion.
0: I mean, like, I'd like to imagine that the reject children looked like handsome by today's standards. But they were just wrong inside. Well, no, that they were just like modern day like nines, but seventeenth century Russia fours, basically.
1: Mm. Yeah, because they weren't pointy and creepy <laughs> yeah, looking. Right. Oh god, they they're, they have symmetry on their face, and oh, that's gross. I thought
2: <laughs> so, they didn't look like alcoholic vampires, basically. I thought you were suggesting an inverse relationship between looks and like basically intelligence. Oh no, yeah, that would be. Um, That's
0: real. That'd be, a, that'd be a weird theory to <laughs> promulgate on the podcast.
2: Well, it's the Beauty and the Beast theory, I suppose. Except <laughs> Belle doesn't really fall into that, does she? No. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, he modernizes Russia, including he has this big, long campaign to turn them into a naval power. And to that end, actually, attempts to, uh, attempts to take the Black Sea from the Ottomans, um, which he, after some strife, um manages to succeed at and establishes the first Russian naval base. Um he also around this time travels Europe. Uh incognito mm-hmm. to try and get support against the Ottomans from like other Europeans and and disguised as what? Well, the problem is he is an ex- a very distinct looking person <laughs> and everybody of importance like knows who he is. How did
1: Come to know that back then, like they're shipping portraits and paintings, like around, they're like sending them.
0: Yeah, (laughs) who's the giant with the doll hands? Oh, yeah, I've heard about this, I've heard about this too. Yeah,
2: he runs Russia. Have (laughs) you made your nation? It's a giant oil (laughs) painting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, he's basically got a huge torso, and everything else is tiny. Um, (laughs) I don't know about everything else, but anything that's (laughs) visible.
0: I'd like, like, like to
2: imagine you're talking about his dick, basically. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, there was no
0: account. He sounds like
1: he has a big nose. He's got a big nose, right?
0: Mm, I mean, possibly. this is all metaphor, right? Because <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't say penis back then. So you had to say, like, he's got a
2: real tiny hands. For various <laughs> political reasons, he doesn't really garner much support from the Europeans. But he learns about docks. He learns about shipbuilding. He helps build a ship, which is called the Peter and Paul. I guess Mary added oh. an add-on later on at some point but <laughs> what, who was Paul I don't know who Paul that's was that's his buddy I, I, I guess I assume it was the person it was like an in East India well he did get doc. bored of
1: his wife so maybe Paul was a little
2: and I think, a little uh, uh, his
1: his buddy his boat buddy you know
2: yeah. <laughs> you get awful lonely building a ship <laughs> I assume Paul was his boat building mentor
0: yes BBM
2: yeah um. <laughs> <laughs> This is weird, and I'm just going to repeat it. This <peanut> is <laughs> weird. Because okay. I don't know what this means. But it claimed that Frederick Reich, Reich, something like that, helped him learn to, uh, this is a direct quote, I didn't do additional research, draw teeth and catch butterflies.
0: That, I do that every
2: weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> so? Draw, draw
0: was, teeth? Like pull teeth? Like, or like take draw m- teeth? Like with a pencil? I don't. That's a very specific no. <laughs> art, art class. <laughs> Uh, So he's a dentist who's into
1: butterflies Or he's an artist who's into I'm going a
0: dentist Builds boats um, Into (laughs) Lepidology
2: (laughs) Yeah Uh, There's also an account that the mayor of Amsterdam Was forced to sit with the, the exact quote, this guy Lafort was his main military advisor. Was quote forced to sit between Lafort and the Tsar and drink at his farewell ceremony? <laughs> I don't know what it means, by he was forced he had to buy to do friendships. <laughs> <laughs> you will
1: be by me.
2: <laughs> um, but uh, the Streltsy rebellion, uh, which was kind of uh, Sophie is doing in an attempt to return to power, draws him home. He quashes it. The official Russian forces lose one man. He tortures, kills, and hangs around the town Uh, 1,200 of the rebellion uh, members. Yeah, that's Russia. And Sophia, guess what? Is forced into a convent. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) That's his <laughs> air <horn. laughs> just like that. That's that just reason. what
1: he does.
2: Uh, yeah. You do you, That's Peter. That's where
1: women yeah. belong. Commentator,
2: <laughs> commentators, at the side. incredibly regressive, <laughs> yeah, <politically laughs> incredibly regressive stance. I'm just imagining political they were, commentators <laughs> at the time saying, "Boom goes the dynamite." When he does <laughs> signature, Peter the Great, <laughs> dynamite hasn't been invented yet, but boom. Uh, anyways. A few of the things he did from that point are: uh, he tried to, he uh, went about arra- ending arranged marriages because he thought they created strife and domestic abuse. Because which... girls are
1: gross. That's yeah. what he thinks. Maybe <laughs> it's should
2: it should just be a
0: man in his boat and maybe his friend Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all. That's, that's what the foundation of society.
2: He did have a second wife. Officially titled the Empress of Russia, so I guess he liked her. All right. She took over. for him. <laughs> she left. took over after uh, he died as a matter of fact We'll
0: be talking about her next
2: episode He changed New Year's from September the 1st to January the 1st and ended the Russian calendar which at that time was on 7,207 went to the Julian, you know the the, the mm-hmm. Julian calendar which was on 1700 at the time and then he initiated this war with sweden he also founded st petersburg at this time then he initiated this long war with sweden to take the baltic sea and try to set up another naval base Mm -hmm. um basically kind of initially failing and sweden comes back and tries to invade moscow but he crushes that shit
0: always a good idea
2: to try to invade russia yeah it works Uh, out for for everyone yeah king charles the 12th of sweden is exiled but eventually this war kind of comes and goes a little bit for the next couple decades and there's no chance at peace even though uh, Russia's kicking their ass until Charles dies in battle in 1718 at which point uh, he gives them back Finland in exchange for some other lands nearer Russia but uh, that's how that war ended much later on (laughs) (laughs) he also did a lot to end the Duma, which was kind of like a Russian council but they were not totally with him during the political stripes earlier in his life so he kind of disbanded them for a Senate of 10, which became the new norm. That's, is it really a Senate if it's 10 people? 10 people. people. It's de- <laughs>
0: yeah. a club. Yeah, that's, that's, a like... cl-
1: that's a bunch of guys on a boat.
2: <laughs> they were they, they were just, they yeah, were
0: It's Peter and nine Pauls. <laughs> he had a Paul fetish at this point.
2: Um, he like reformed the intelligence and justice and finance and a bunch of other departments in Russia to give them more checks and balances instead of one kind of supreme person overseeing mm. that department. Because he didn't trust anybody enough to put them in those positions.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's sort of like a more European style of government.
2: And another way he kind of ended the reign of the boyers was to change things from basically a lineage-based system to a meritocracy, Mm. which kind of stayed in place until... Nineteen seventeen, when something else happened. Mm. <laughs> when something else happened. It was a
1: big party. Just
2: leave it that, o- <laughs> that open-ended. They
1: let all the co- the conference open, and the women <laughs> fled out.
2: Any mandated education for all noble children, so the bad ones got education too. Oh,
1: sick, sick kids got to learn too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like just in parentheses, even the yugos, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Uh, and he took some lands from Prussia, which was decli- Persia, which was declining at the time. Though they did eventually get them back. And as a non-religious person, he saw the church as a threat to his sovereign, like his control of Russia. And when uh, the patriarch of Moscow died, he left the seat vacant until he literally abolished the patriarchy. So.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah the government aren't running
2: the church I that's, mean that's a bold bold
0: statement for a man who literally put a bunch of people in convents <laughs>
2: yeah I mean <laughs> that's like in this Constance in a technical sense <laughs> in, a very, in a very technical sense in a broader sense okay yes the patriarchy still existed
0: it's like you know what the patriarchy hurts men too specifically this <laughs> the beginning of men's right activism. right this one thing right? that refers
2: to <laughs> itself as the patriarchy
0: like this other larger patriarchy Doing great for, for, for me, Peter the Great.
2: So near the end of his uh, life, uh, he started to have these urinary issues. <laughs> uh, doctors at one point operated on him and unblocked, this is what they said... Four pounds of blocked urine. Ah, ah, when you are counting your urine in pounds, where did he
1: put that? He's a tall, skinny guy. What is don't he? Just no.
2: I guess he developed a <laughs> gut or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I got a bit of a pee. This gut is a beer on. gut.
1: This is. I haven't broke the seal yet. <laughs>
0: oh God. I'm, um, I'm just saving it up because it's gonna feel so good <laughs> when I do.
2: <laughs> but uh, shortly after he, the claim is. <laughs> while on a, some kind of envoy, ran into a river to save a Russian soldier he saw it was drowning. Paul. Um, which, in turn, the coldness on the water reignited his urinary issues. Now, there is one source for this. <laughs> so a lot of people think it might be bullshit.
0: <laughs>
1: it sounds medically accurate to me. Yeah, I, I think... Cold water does, like, it gets, your blood, it gets it going.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people think that maybe people who are loyal to him didn't like the line that their emperor was killed by pee issues. <laughs> and they needed to be like, but he was a hero. It diminishes his So many speech.
1: politicians have been taken down by pee <laughs> issues. Right.
2: Uh, anyways. Mister Dixon. This time those uh, those uh, bladder Warren issues. Warren P. Harding. Those bladder oh. issues got him. <laughs> so did. There's a kind of apocryphal story. And probably. of course Calvin
0: Doolidge, which was a different issue. There's a
2: story that is almost certainly false. That as he was dying, he wrote the words leave all to" and then died. Where did he
1: write it? On know. what? The water? I suppose he had parchment. <laughs> the bathroom stall.
2: He was smoke And his yeah. dick burst. And that's how... He... Uh, anyways, his wife Catherine took over after his death for a few years and the next like three uh, rulers of Russia were actually his children. Uh, his son from his first arranged marriage and then two of his daughters.
1: Were they good children or were they sickly children?
2: Uh, I think... Well, the son died pretty fast after mm-hmm. gaining the throne.
1: Yeah. Uh, It runs in the family, you know?
2: Yeah, death runs (laughs) in the family. (laughs) Catherine, uh, his first daughter. Die
1: far from the tree.
2: (laughs) 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 I think Anna ruled for a little while, not not super long. And then uh, Elizabeth of Russia, I think, was in charge for quite a long time. So I guess she came out all right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> one good kid every time. You get one. You got to exactly. keep popping them out. <laughs> uh,
2: Zach, thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, yeah, are you ready with the alternate history? I
1: am. I uh, I personally love Russian history. It's just so whimsical. <laughs> it's like a fairy tale. Four
0: pounds of pee. <laughs> yeah.
2: mm-hmm. Russian
1: fairy tales are just pictures of dead kids. That's all it is. Um,
2: like a when you say like a fairy tale, you mean like the Hans Christian Andersen original versions? Yeah,
1: pretty much like where the
2: original. Fairy dance tales. in molten hot shoes until they die. <laughs>
1: That's what we should be reading our children before they go to bed at night. Now that that just makes more sense. All right, Peter the Great, Tsar of Russia, aka the guy that was like, uh, let's get with it. He wanted to change things. He. Wanted He wanted to do cool shit. Uh, He was born June 9th, um, 1672,
0: Gemini. Uh,
1: His dad died when he was four, and he had a couple sick brothers and a sister, so he knew that he'd get to rule someday. So he did what most uh, rich kids with easy futures do. He went backpacking in Europe. Uh yeah. he spent his rumspringer in England.
0: Uh <laughs> Wait is he is he Amish or is that just a turn of phrase? I,
1: you know I I'd like to think that all Russians are Amish. I, that, mean, I guess
0: before the invention of technology everyone was everyone Amish. Everyone
1: was kind of Amish. So I just picture anytime you get to go away it's rumspringer. Um he uh he gave the king of England a painting of himself and he autographed it and he said, "Hold on to that, king. It's going to be
0: worth something someday."
1: Lenny <laughs> <laughs> He you went- know that a
0: hot new czar you've been looking for? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're looking at him.
1: Oh, man. He went, he went back to Russia to shake things up. At uh, 17, he was married to Eudoxia. I'm going with that one. Uh, he got bored of her because girls are lame.
2: <laughs> and
1: uh, he decided in Europe that wearing tights is cool. So mm-hmm. you you decide what you want.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, I do want to say, uh, I forgot to mention this, but uh, true history, he wanted to adopt the French manner of dress. Mm-hmm. So he literally put a tax on... Long robes and long beards. <laughs>
1: he had a beard tax. Beard tax. And 100%. he had a lot of beards. Um, yeah. he uh, he removed his sister Sophia from power and sent her to a convent. Where he sent his wife, so they could braid each other's hair all day and get good <laughs> <laughs> with God for him. Yeah.
2: And we should note that uh, also, sometime before this, probably during his Rumspringer or his backpacking days, he must have gone to Chicago for six months. Yeah. He definitely
1: was in Chicago. <laughs> I mean,
2: Chicago. Sh- backpacking through Europe you gotta stop in Chicago right. six I think
1: months piss off a principal get on back to Russia that's, <laughs>
0: that's
1: what you gotta do uh, so, let's see, uh, Peter and his sick brother Ivan, uh, joint ruled Russia until Ivan's death, and Peter had to stop sending women to nunneries and, and playing with boats and grow up, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he went back out traveling again, this time to shake hands and kiss babies of foreign lands for some allies, and if these countries were not be his allies, he's like, well, at least I want to be told to my face, bro. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: so when he gets back to town, he, uh, he ignores his ex-wife's texts, are you still up? And acts like a teenager who spent like a summer...
0: <laughs> so wait, is there... He has, he has a cell phone. Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> just checking.
2: I'm, you know... Oh, yeah. You, because, right. It, uh, it was totally... It made sense when he had a Ferrari in the last episode. Yeah, Ferrari's
0: fine. <laughs> yeah, that's... No I, mean, I, no, I mean, I'm totally on board. I was just checking. Just checking for consequences.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's cell phones. So that's fine. They, they, they buried them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to trick us. It it's mean, all been done before code.
1: guys. We're just on a loop. That's ah. all I'm saying.
0: It's like <laughs> so the matrix. So sad.
1: We're on a loop of Russian history. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: that is so close to being true. <laughs>
1: Oh man! Uh, so when he came back, he kind of just acted like a bu- like a teenager. Who spent summers abroad in Europe, and he comes back calling all of his friends and family uncultured heathens. And uh, <laughs> he believes in Russia a lot. I'm I'm from Buffalo, New York, and he believes in Russia a lot. Like I believe in Buffalo. Like uh, like we're going to get it out of these backward times. Maybe not in my lifetime, but sometime soon. <laughs> and he was like, "Let's build an army. Let's build a navy. Let's Go build Sabres. schools." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someday someday yeah. uh, he was gonna get he was gonna get a naval base and someday Buffalo will get a championship but uh <laughs> all right so uh he built schools but uh, Russia's pretty big and it's pretty hard for people to travel so he brought the education to his people basically inventing the first online courses just via ra- <laughs> via Ravens. Um,
0: yeah, Russian online universities <laughs> never, that that was the time of history when they were legitimate. I yeah, was, it
1: was, well the Raven School of Business nowadays is still considered one of the most prestigious online universities. Uh, they still offer a study via, via Raven delivery.
2: Um, notably, the only university. To- <laughs> so at this time, did online mean Ra- messenger ravens. It
1: meant like the int- the connected web, you know. It was yeah, like people being able to web. talk to each well, other.
2: Messenger ravens. <laughs> and I just imagine the messenger
0: they
1: didn't use their land. cell phones though. They were like, no, we don't need to use our cell phones. We'll I mean, stick with these ravens. If you're applying
2: old for style a, communication, where you if actually you're applying get to for get in a raven based online school, you probably don't have a cell. phone <laughs>
0: Well, well, okay, I hope I get into Raven U. Uh,
1: Raven School of Business is still the only university in the world that offers Raven study. So <laughs> nice. study via Raven delivery. So, um, It's
0: the most hipster university <laughs>
2: possible.
1: Yeah, it still has so many applicants every year. It's crazy. He did a lot for Russia.
0: Should
2: I make an It's So Raven <laughs> joke? I should. Should I? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you decided against Should I say that's me? the slogan of the school? <laughs> If only I he mean, could see.
0: I can edit that part out if you're still fucking deliberating about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it to your jersey.
2: Just- <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: oh, Raven! You I go fighting crows. He
1: wanted to bring tourism to Russia. I mean, that's so Raven fans were already there. So uh, <laughs>
0: this you... show is going to be great when it comes up.
1: <laughs> yeah, they were getting really excited for it.
2: Yeah, they
1: had a lot of premonitions about it coming out. Oh man, they were
2: crazy uh, when Poe released the poem too. <laughs> good day for Raven! You.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the song of my life. Any own Raven lore. press is good press. <laughs> Oh, man. So uh, Peter the Great, he wanted to bring tourism to Russia. He wanted to get that sweet tourism money. Uh, So he focused his energy on building warm water parks, not ports. Some people mix that up. Uh, <laughs> there weren't any heated water parks yet in the early uh, 1700s and he wanted to have the first which I think makes sense um, uh, but before that tourist money could come in to like fuel the nation he uh, he created localized taxations on nuts and hats and beards like you said and mm. I've never met a Russian who didn't have a hat and nuts on their person Wait. at all times
2: like <laughs> you have to do de- nuts is gonna have to have a f- additional descriptor like, like the like a bolt he, companion
1: I, I he was into like one type of nuts and he was against another type of That's nuts. That's
2: not specific at
0: all. <laughs> <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't clarify anything.
2: <laughs> it's for the listener to decide. And to be fair, there's a third type of nut that we haven't even discussed.
0: <laughs> well, how edi- do you know? How
2: the edible you nut. Know? <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Two are technically edible. <laughs> but-
1: uh, you can eat anything if you, if you have enough patience and you hate your, your organs enough. That's a fact. Uh, you can eat any kind of nut. <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't.
0: Oh God. Ah, I never thought about that. <laughs> so he's
1: taxing nuts cause that's what you do when you're a sane person. Uh, so it was a very successful tax. Um, and then he started taxing, uh, chimney sweeps or chimneys or chimney sweep places of higher learning. The, um,
0: yeah, Chimbley you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, most of the schools he built uh, Most of the courses delivered by Ravens uh, Were toward degree programs and specializations In chimney sweeping um, It was an honored so profession fanciful.
2: Oh man, Yeah, I feel like if you had money You go you go to Britain for your chimney sweeping.
1: Ah uh, you know, Raven or uh, Raven You was really trying to like get get the edge and there was a lot of programs. It was basically like being a doctor back then. Yeah,
0: but Britain's gotta be like the Harvard of chimney sweep universities. It's true.
1: Ah uh, Russia was comp- getting competitive. They really were trying okay. they're you they're do, trying their way for the you belt. do have
2: a fair point that chimney sweeping is like the surgery of chimneys.
1: <laughs> it is an honorable profession. It the the best and the brightest of Russian sick kids <laughs> were going to be. Becoming chimney sweeps, <laughs> uh,
0: getting into so much debt to become chimney sweeps.
1: Oh, yeah, that, they, they had to work long and hard, and they'd rack up tons of debt for chimney Just sweep like doing education. their
0: residencies,
1: um, it, like just like it just like a becoming a doctor, it pays a lot in the end, but you rack up a bunch of debt. And with a lot of the brightest minds in Russia being poor and tired and weak from years of their chimney sweep residencies, uh, Peter the Great finally eventually repealed the chimney tax, the chimney sweep mm. education tax. And then even began to give out scholarships and education debt forgiveness, and eventually instituted free chimney sweep education for all those who could get into the top schools. And well, they became this is a very
0: aggressive <laughs> education yeah, he Really planned. turned
2: around <laughs> socializing chimney sweeping. You know, I mean, he, we were talking about some of the cabinet confirmation. He's very hearing, European.
1: I mean, <laughs> he wants to be very European. That's the point. <laughs> so uh, he would give a free education for chimney sweeps to the top schools. Whoever could get in became very competitive. Um, and I, I swear to this day, I dare you to find a speck of dirt in any chimney in Russia. Like, any- <laughs> God, you could eat off of those chimneys there. <laughs> it's really...
0: <laughs> they often do, actually.
1: <laughs> that is most of their plates. After the
0: bombings.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so he, he gave free ch- chimney sweep education out to uh, all the land. So that was de- definitely part of his legacy. Um. Let's see. He uh, He was the father of the Russian Navy and... Mm, the hot. <laughs> what? Don't, don't. Are you into like fathers you or navies? No. I don't
2: know. Do you like like little sailor outfits? Is that your thing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, we're learning more about me
0: than, <laughs> than about Peter the Great. We're starting Let's to sound a lot like Peter. All I'm right. I'm going to edit this part out. <laughs>
1: The father of the Navy, uh, Russian Navy, and uh, the Russian Navy needed a flag. Uh, Russia didn't have a flag at the time, so he hosted a competition where the citizens sent in their own designs for the Russian (laughs) flag. Hmm. It works really well. It's worked in a lot of small towns in the United States, so it it obviously worked for them.
2: Yeah, I imagine a lot of them just said Spliff Life 420.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Most Most of them were just... Marijuana frogs and stars. So
0: that's,
1: that's just part of the history. Uh, eventually, someone drew a really nice boat with a sword sticking out of the front of it, and that's the national flag of Russia today. Um, except it's been re- the sword's been re- replaced by a lightsaber. So okay. Oh, okay,
0: right. Once the movies came out, <laughs> yeah.
1: well, that was again. They have a lot of Raven premonitions, so they, they knew they were they were trying to get ahead of the gate. Uh, actually, that that flag
2: this is part the- of the space race. I think if I remember. <laughs>
0: Right, <laughs> it's just like their idea of getting ahead of the game is having Star Wars references in their nationals. <laughs>
1: yeah, I you, mean, you even make money off that. You got to the moon. We invented the lightsaber yeah. on a we, flag. Well,
2: we
0: didn't invent it. We just sort of drew
2: it. <laughs> we drew the lightsaber. We no longer have president. We have Grand Moff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Russian accents. Oh man, I
1: wish I wish Peter the Great brought Star Wars to Russia. That would be a, that would have been a good one.
0: Uh,
1: so basically, it was out gentrifying Russia. Uh, there's artisanal cupcake shops and uh, vegan doggy daycare centers on every corner by 1710. And uh, the Russian youth complained, uh, saying that Russia was beat. It lost its edge because if you guys know much about Russian history, after Peter, it's pretty boring and very utopian. Uh, <laughs> And living like that just breeds wussies and khakis. So. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Um, I guess uh, his, he pretty much just every
0: child got a survival trophy.
1: Basically. <laughs> That's a Russian fairy tale. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, yeah, so he died at age fifty-two in the cold waters of the Gulf of Finland, uh, where the heated water parks hadn't existed yet. He didn't. He didn't get to build them, so he mm. died uh before his dream was done in the cold waters of the gulf of finland those
2: frustrated ambitions of the first heated water park the first <laughs> water park tycoon little did you know there were a lot of was water him, parks was he, was he scouting for a water park when he drowned or i mean he, he, he might have been out
1: yeah he might have been on construction i think wow. he had built a couple of water parks he just couldn't get the isn't heated technology
2: going not, down a test line and he got isn't <laughs> it ironic that he literally choked on his greatest ambition is what <laughs> well water chokes you and it suffocates well, you know. did, but did he let's move on <laughs> <laughs> if he was trying to make the water park but did he literally choke on it
1: yeah you choke on water when you drown right that's, oh, he drowned, s- okay.
2: that's basically what drowning is okay yeah no okay He choked I on
1: paul it and... used to be called
2: water choking <laughs> it used to be called water choking uh megan
0: thank you <laughs> yes the role of judging falls to me this episode, and I'm very torn. Both stories were very well done, um, but I think just because I like the idea of Raven University still exists <laughs> and Russians still using ravens <laughs> to
1: communicate to educate themselves as chimney sweeps, and, and, and,
2: and now we have to assume that the Russian flag is a boat with a lightsaber sticking that's, out. Of that it. was the other thing I was I getting. Think, at this trying time in our nation's history, it's our patriotic duty duty to make fun of Russia as p- much as possible. I sort of that's also. But
1: th- having that's a my flag with a boat with a lightsaber on it is cool, right? That's that's <laughs> making Russia too cool. What a fucking nerd country! <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I have to go with the alternate history.
1: Yeah.
0: So, listeners, uh, before we leave, uh, we do have a big announcement. Uh, there is a we're doing a new show, a new live show coming up at Deer Pile. Uh, It's called Nighttime Tonight. It's a live late night
2: show. Yes, it's based in Denver. So if you aren't there... Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Skype your way
1: it? in. Check yeah. it out. FaceTime these guys. Move <laughs> guys to, to Denver. A
2: FaceTime I'm sure, I'm sure there's people show. who won't give you shit for yeah, that. Yeah, that's
1: the easy answer.
2: Just My move to Denver. My 2017 resolution is to say suck it less. So. <laughs> that's Really, that's <laughs> your- That's
1: the exact opposite of mine. I was no. trying to say suck it more, and I'm I didn't even say more. It's on the
2: Yeah, exactly. Suck it's suck like it, you were raised it, suck to vote.
0: You have a quota. <laughs> um but that's coming up February 16th at 9 p.m it's going to be an awesome show so come check that out before we leave Megan uh you run 5280county.com which is sort of the resource the omnibus like the hub of Denver comedy shows.
1: Yeah, just all the all the things basically I spend each morning just being like, why don't comics invite me to their shows? They know I got to repost it. <laughs> <laughs> just tracking it down. And then I get messages like, why am I not on there? But, you know, you just send me what you... And it, it, it is a great resource, whether you're uh, a comic in Denver, you're a traveling comic, or mostly the, the idea is really to be able to send it out to audiences and uh, get easy resource to have a good hub of all the shows going on so you can check every night and be like, oh, here's eight comedy shows going on in Denver because that's where we're at.
0: Yep. Um, and also you're on Twitter at, at Megan is a joke and that's Megan with an H, which yeah. you can see in the show notes.
2: Mm. Zach? Uh, yeah, Stage of Fools is still going. My other podcast with uh, former guest on the show, Shannon Camp. Uh, I think the episode that'll be out around the time this one comes out is... The Christmas episode, which they aired in mid to late July. So, (laughs) what? (laughs) There you go.
1: What? (laughs) Your timetables are. That's like a Russian calendar. Don't blame me.
2: Blame E. It was not my fault.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, uh, that's a fucking great podcast. And uh, as for me, I will be at Comedy Works January 24th. Yeah. And again, nighttime tonight, February 16th at Deer Pile. Come check that out. Awesome, uh, Megan. Thank you for being here. Thanks,
2: guys, for having me on.
0: <laughs> uh, for everyone here at the Revisionists, I'm Brian Flint.
2: I'm Zach Powers.
0: Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs>